Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, I explore how our self-confidence can take hits in these troubling C-19 times. You have potential hits if you buy the government narrative, if you don't buy the government narrative, if you're sitting on the fence whether to buy or not buy the government narrative about these times, about these viruses. You can be excluded. You can be made to feel foolish. You can lose your job. You can lose your friends. You can be ostracized from your family. How do you continue to feel confident about yourself? I have some strategies for you that you can look on as vitamins and minerals for your mind and your soul. Stick around. I think you'll find them helpful. This show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S, self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career as a solicitor to reinvent myself, I have inspired, educated, provoked audiences, large groups, small groups, teams, individuals, to discover and pursue their passion, to live life with passion, because that's what makes all the difference. I've written two books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance, co-authored another two books, got two more books on the way. I've worked with teams on an ongoing basis. I've worked with individuals on an ongoing basis. What I'm sharing with you works. It enables you to live a life that makes you feel successful on a day-by-day basis. That's why I left the law, because I knew this was a bigger game to play, because the more people who are passionately pursuing their passions, the better this world will be. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous saying, the unexamined life is not worth living. So my aim with this show is to provoke you to examine your life so that you do have an examined life, so you are living life consciously, not unconsciously, so that you are in control of your boat going across the ocean rather than the waves being in control of your boat. Now you can see I'm wearing my red jacket, red, the colour of passion, I wear red and it's my brand because I want to provoke you and remind you that when you see red, you think about, gosh, am I pursuing my passion? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. One big idea because too many ideas confuse us. We don't embrace anything. One big idea each week, and this is episode 87. Who could have imagined that 87 weeks ago? 87 big ideas I've shared with you. Each week I share practical resources to help you implement this one big idea. A book, lyrics to a song, a spiritual tip, a health tip, a quote, and of course, a joke, because I don't want you to be too serious. This experience called life is going to end in the same way for all of us. We're all going to die. How amazing, hey? So don't take it too seriously because 
in a planet that's gone for billions of years. We're, we're only here for 120 years. Well, that's my plan anyway. Maybe I'll live longer. So don't be too serious about this thing. You know, play the game of life. This is not some trial that you have to get through so that you get to the other side. No, no, this is this is a gift that we have. That's what this show is about. To remind you of this gift, don't forget the gift. If you're so caught up in some mythical idea of what this gift is about, then you don't appreciate the gift. This is your weekly reminder. And if you haven't seen earlier shows, go back and look at those shows because... When I do these shows, they are not they are not meant to be dated. You can go back right back to the start. I'm very confident. Episode one, two, three, and four. There's useful ideas there. This show is not politically correct. I'm in favour of all sorts of addictions that are good for you, including my addiction for coffee. Mmm. Oh, Julie made me a beautiful coffee. Peter supplies us with coffee beans from time to time. Mm. Yum, I love it. And of course, I subscribe to the view that we have a spirit because passion is a source of unlimited energy from your soul, your spirit, your heart. And it's crucial in this issue that I'm going to be talking about today to have a soul, a spirit, a heart. So what's happened this week? A quick review of the week of what's happening in Australia I'm recording this in Melbourne on the southeastern corner of the country. It's a three-hour time difference between Melbourne and Perth for those of you who are in other countries. Recording on a Sunday morning. So what's happened in Australia on our planet? Well, the big thing that's happened yesterday in Melbourne and in other cities of Australia is massive, massive demonstrations. Hundreds of thousands of people demonstrating against mandates, demonstrating against restrictions, demonstrating against loss of freedoms, demonstrating against medical apartheid. It's wonderful to see hundreds of thousands and the numbers are rising each week. Last week was over 400,000 and the new mainstream media newspapers continue their lies by saying in this morning's paper that there were 20,000 in the rally in Melbourne. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Very exciting. Politicians will perhaps one day wake up, but the most important thing is that people are waking up about the threats to freedom. During the week in Victoria, there's been an inquiry into aged care deaths in a particular aged care home, and the chief health officer, his mealy-mouthed lies continue to come out into the public. Quite extraordinary reading what, what even the mainstream media is reporting about this nonsense of this guy, Brett Sutton. Unbelievable how he's still in this position, and just like it's unbelievable, as you've heard me say, that Daniel Andrews remains as Premier of this state. During the week, I got access to Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s new book, The Real Anthony Fauci. If you want to see what's going on globally, if you want to inform yourself, get hold of that book. I think there's going to be criminal charges aplenty flowing from the evidence that's presented in that book. The corruption of Anthony Fauci, and I put it here, and all you have to do is look at that book, look at the reviews of that book, look at the evidence in that book. 
Fauci and the game that he has been playing since 1968. He's now 80 years of age. He's extraordinary. What an incredible, what an incredible devious schemer who has clearly been supported by by some people in very high places through his career. He has, he has done an amazing, amazing job of evil genius in action. The Prime Minister in Australia is losing support dramatically. And as these demonstrations increase in size, more and more people are waking up about how a federal conservative government can be so glib about taking away our freedoms. In Australia, minor parties are being re-energised, re-established and being formed anew. And it will be very interesting at a federal level to see how all these minor parties can work together to, to get rid of the major parties. The global narrative about what C19 is about is crumbling. I'm involved in a number of global groups and it's remarkable how much evidence there is that doesn't support the global narrative but i also know that a lot of people don't have time to look at that evidence i have spent a huge amount of time and continue to spend a huge amount of time looking at that narrative to say hey what is true what's not true what can we not know what is science as you've heard me discuss in previous episodes but but the narrative is crumbling and different countries are doing such vastly different strategies and many countries are waking up that that the response as demonstrated in Australia is and New Zealand is a nonsensical response. And while all this is going on, I'm still exercising. So don't you worry about that. I'll keep exercising so that I'll have the energy to keep doing this work and doing all the other work that I do, including in hemp, in comedy. So so I say the same to you, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life, you need to look after this wonderful machine, that universe, that God has given to you. So, to our big idea, before I do, I invite you to subscribe to this YouTube if you're watching it, to subscribe on a podcast if you're listening to it, to go and visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com, to subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder, to download the Self-Awareness and Passion Quest Manifesto. And, of course, to share this show with your family, friends and colleagues if you think it's of value. I hope it's of value. And the feedback that I've had over the previous 86 episodes inspires me to keep doing this work. So thank you for those positive comments. So today's big idea. In these troubling C19 times, it's hard to feel good about yourself. It's hard to maintain self-confidence. We get hits to our self-confidence. We each face challenges, whether we're in the majority or the minority of whatever community that you are in. Do you subscribe to what the government is telling you or do you not subscribe? Those regular viewers and listeners know my position. I don't subscribe to what the government in Australia, in New Zealand, most governments are saying that this is a pandemic that's going to wipe out humanity. No. 
and I'm listening to the world's best experts, not government experts, because because I will happily have a debate with anybody about the quality of the experts in most governments. They have been bought, corrupted. They are not telling us the truth. However, a majority of people, it appears, do believe the government narrative. Although there seems to be a bit of a conflict because the numbers of demonstrators in Australia are the largest since the Vietnam War in the early 1970s. That's 50 years ago. So there's a chord being struck somewhere. Nevertheless, we still get hits to our confidence. So let me give you five examples in which that happens. Number one, because of your beliefs of being in the minority, of not buying the government narrative, you'll be excluded from Christmas parties. Just like my wife was last night. You can be losing relationships with family members, with friends, long-term friends, who have bought the narrative and you haven't bought the narrative. Or vice versa. You have bought the narrative and you're losing friends and family who don't buy the narrative. Third example is a loss of job because because of, of mandates to have these jabs, these poisonous jabs, and you know how dangerous these jabs are. And whilst government says it's not mandating these jabs, you lose your job if you don't have it. And, of course, that's coercion, not informed consent. And so many people are losing their jobs. I've heard and I've put it on notice that the large number of health professionals in Australia who have been stood down for not having the jab, congratulations to them. And I've heard that that lesser trained professionals are being imported from overseas. Think about that, everybody. Lesser quality doctors, surgeons, nurses, dental practitioners for those who refuse to have the jab. That loss of job also leads to a loss of status, a loss of income. It's hard to take. The fourth challenge to our self-confidence, if we don't buy the narrative, if we're in the minority, is to think, gosh, am I crazy here? Fifth example is, if you've bought the narrative and yet people around you, family, friends, who have had the jabs, then suffer significant adverse events. People are dying. Large numbers of people dying around the world. Significant millions of people with adverse events from these jabs. Much worse than you would possibly get if you get a case of this COVID. And so suddenly you you lose your confidence because you bought the narrative and now you're going, gosh, maybe I shouldn't have bought the narrative. So... What I say to you is you have to work to preserve your self-confidence, to understand how to preserve your self-confidence, because each one of these hits are painful. And you go, gosh, maybe I should just give in and go with the majority. As I have some people say to me, I, I have pressure from work. So look, just take one for the team, Charles. Take one for the team. Well, I say stick to your principles. I say... Be prepared. And I say you can do that by taking a series of simple but repetitive steps to build your 
strong identity, your internal self-worth, your internal compass, your ability to act with integrity consistent with who you are and who you want to be. You must be prepared for these circumstances. Think about the challenging circumstances that you faced and review how you felt and then go, hmm, is this the real me? What is the real me? One of the great strategies that I have taught many people over the years is to not beat yourself up because you don't know something. The smartest person on the planet knows a tiny proportion of all there is to know. Each one of us only knows a tiny proportion of what there is to know. So don't beat yourself up because you might have made a mistake, you've got something wrong, you don't know all the answers, someone knows a different answer to you, fantastic. That's no reflection on who you are, of the mighty spirit that is inside you that is capable of such amazing things. But if you get swamped, if you allow these external influences to make you feel bad about yourself, to make you feel less confident about yourself, then you will become ever more able to be swayed by other people's opinions to feel less and less capable. You need to be ensuring that your self-talk about you is powerful, honours the spirit, the powerful spirit inside you, and honours the journey that you are on, that this game of life, this gift that we've been given, is here to be a learning and development experience. And you do not have to have all the answers, but you, um, you are incredibly powerful when you understand the power that you have. You don't have to have all the answers, but you have the power to go and find the answers that you're passionate about. That's what these tough times enable us to do, to, to appreciate, gosh, this is how we grow. Because if life was easy, you would not grow. You would not develop. So craft a beautiful mantra about yourself, about who you at your strongest mental and spiritual state feel deep in your soul that you are and that mantra you keep saying morning noon night that is more important than taking in all of the mainstream media news that might be thrown at you the opinions of unthinking people that might be thrown at you and as you build that self-confidence the opinions of others just bounce off you you act with integrity. You forgive yourself for the mistakes that you make because you have to make mistakes because you cannot develop any skill without making mistakes. One of the tools that you can use is to watch more of these episodes of this show. This is episode 87. There are 86 shows. And immerse yourself in the big ideas, the one big idea that I take you through. And you go, oh, yes, that's where I'm feeling a bit weak about myself. And you take literally, literally, you take a vitamin for your soul, for your, for your mind by watching just a 20-minute conversation around a particular aspect. Repetition is the key to learning. Desire is the key to learning. And remembering who in your soul, in your spirit, in your heart, you truly are. 
and your preparation around this, your ongoing work around this will enable you in your next difficult situation to, to, to let that circumstance, that hurt, that pain that you might be feeling to bounce off you and go, okay, if you, had, if you bought into the government narrative, allow that you might have made a mistake. And, and you then go and, and understand, gosh, I've now looked into it and I don't like the fact that we have medical apartheid. I don't like the fact that we're losing our freedom. But I do like the fact that we still have coffee to drink. Woohoo! May we always have coffee. Even in World War II, there was coffee. So, what tools do I have for you this week to help you implement this one big idea of being prepared for the hits to your self-confidence so that the so that the hits have minimal impact on you well my quote is from the daily stoic written by ryan holiday it has some wonderful principles there on a daily basis and and the particular one I'm referring to is of September the third. It's a it's an annual it's an annual um, book, an idea each day. But I like what Ryan said about Epictetus's quote, which is, "We must undergo a hard winter training and not rush into things for which we haven't prepared." But but Ryan says this, and this is my quote for you: "We can't do this life thing." half-heartedly there's no time off there aren't even weekends we are always preparing for what life might throw at us and when it does we're ready and don't stop until we've handled it understand particularly in these troubling times how true that is there's no time off this is a constant game of you being on your toes i'll say it again we can't do this life thing half-heartedly. There's no time off. We are always preparing for what life might throw at us. My book this week is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. But the fuck has got an asterisk here, as you can see. Excuse me, but that's what the book is called. I didn't say it. Mark Manson. A great reminder of living life on your terms, which is what today's message is about. And then the song lyrics. I'm going to shock, you know, youngsters. This is by Pink. This is button, button. perfect, fucking perfect. Great lyrics here. All right, don't you ever, ever feel like you're less than perfect because perfection in humanity doesn't exist. So you are the perfect you. That's the reminder. And as you go deep inside and you start to go, who am I really? These tools help you go, yeah, well, who do I choose to be? Who is the perfect me? And then being prepared for whatever life throws at me, this ongoing state of preparation makes me strong, impervious, like flint. The troubles bounce off, but you're open constantly open to learning new ideas and then forgiving yourself when others are upset with you you have to be compassionate with them and 
one of the things that we have to do is to be compassionate with people who haven't studied matters as much as you might have. I have to be compassionate with people who haven't spent as much time on these C19 matters as I have. And I've spent an enormous amount of time, done a lot of work as a legal strategist, and I will continue to do so because as regular viewers and listeners know, I'm fighting for your freedom and mine. My spiritual tip this week is in your meditation, I'm reminding you on daily meditation to go deep inside your soul to help you craft your affirmation, your mantra about who you really are. But you have to go deep to find out who you really are. My health tip is to understand that each week there are more and more protocols becoming becoming published. Uh, I have access to, Julie has access to a number of protocols for people who want to prevent getting C19 or who have had the jab and is and then go, well, I'm having adverse events, what can I do? And then there are people who get who get COVID, who then say, what should I do? And there are numerous protocols. So one of the great websites to go to is the worldcouncilforhealth.org. It is not true. It is a lie that says the only way to protect yourself in relation to COVID is with a jab. That is a blatant, outrageous lie. And since we've been talking about C-19, I've got a couple of jokes for you. I thought, I haven't done many jokes about C-19, but I've got a couple of couple of great one-liners. You know, the benefit of wearing a mask, which I don't do, the benefit of wearing a mask is that you can pretend you don't recognise someone when you see them and you don't want to talk to them. And, and here's another one, you know, this year, I'm not going to Fiji because of COVID. Every other year, I haven't gone to Fiji because I don't have enough money. <laughs> uh, we need more COVID jokes, you see. That's the other way to break a pattern is to have some jokes about it. I recommend you go and look at JP Sears if you haven't seen him. Uh, very funny and humour is a great way to get people to think about particular matters in different ways. That's about it for this week's big idea for this week's show. I'm confident that being prepared for what life can throw at you will be of great value to you. You have to do the work. I urge you to do the work. I again invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. You can buy our books there. Passionate people produce passionate performance. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube or the podcast. And if you enjoy it, please share it with your family, your friends, your colleagues. And until next week, may you have a week full of passion, full of challenge that helps you develop your capability of handling any challenge. And may you live this week with the thought in your mind of Mark Banson's wonderfully titled book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a. Have a great week. Thanks for being with us. I look forward to being with you next week. Bye. Bye.